Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jacob with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. And boy, do we have a, a nice roundtable for you tonight. We have Ole Demigard. We have Leo Zagami. We have Juan Osaven. And we're going to talk about what's going on in the world. These guys are, you know, top of their game. If I was like trying to put together the ultimate uh, intelligence team, here it is. So uh, <laughs> it's like in my days in the SEAL teams and CIA and stuff like that, we always wanted the best team. And here we go. So, gentlemen, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you nice so much. You, you guys. Yes, yes. All right. So let's let's start out with uh, Twitter. So we have uh, Twitter basically been uh, has been taken back from the dark side. It seems uh, we have Elon Musk that's come in and bought it out. He seems to have probably some background like you, Leo. Everybody's got some background, some some bad side to him. I think here. Uh, we've seen some bad things and we can talk about it, but, uh, you know, uh, Elon has come out and he's bought Twitter and there's all kinds of information that's starting to come out now, uh, about what they hid, uh, election stealing, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, where he just recently said he's going to come out with information on, uh, the vaccination cover up. So cover up after cover up after cover up is starting to come out. So the mainstream media has been suppressing all this stuff. And so has the uh, social media side. So now it's getting blown open. So who wants who who would like to take? This? Well, let me let me start on this because I have kind of a fresh insight on this. Uh, let's let's look at uh, Arizona to begin with. Hmm. Um, the interesting thing here is that if government employees using federal assets and tools are then influencing. Uh, a state election, that is a violation of the Hatch Act. And in fact, that's exactly what is in the uh, uh, legal filings by Carrie Lake. It's stuff that's coming in the Fincham uh, uh, filings in Arizona. You have federal officials working to control the information about an election, going back to 2020, of course, uh, with the presidential election, and all of the down ballot races. But in this current moment, we have a governorship at, at stake and several other positions such as Secretary of State uh, with Mark Fincham. And those races are critically important and were affected by these people that uh, were posting stuff uh, or, or affecting the posts over at uh, uh, Twitter and other social media platforms. Remember, Elon's exposed stuff at Twitter but there are numerous other platforms. Remember Facebook, uh, Zuckerberg, who is a creation of DARPA, Defense Advanced Research Program, because it started with LifeLog and they turned it from LifeLog, which was in development for five years plus one year of, uh, of uh, planning, uh, all the way back to 1998. 2004, it became uh, Facebook, switched from uh, LifeLog to Facebook at noon on the same day. February 4th, 2004, uh, a breaking the eight number. Numerous social media platforms uh, militarized against not just the American uh, public, but the world. And as Eisenhower warned, beware of the military industrial complex. Uh, 
this is an extension of the military industrial complex war by another means to control the conversations and the thought processes, uh, the information between people uh, that people would or otherwise communicate totally choked off in a um, artificial way by these controllers who themselves owe their history back into the federal tax uh, of federal of government system using U.S. taxpayer money to control what the citizens say, a violation of the Hatch Act and uh, crimes literally against the American people. That is what's going to have to come out and uh, be challenged and put to an end here in America. And what Elon's doing and the people backing him uh, that ultimately have, have got him to this place in history uh, are, are doing is exposing, just cracking the door open. There's much more to come. And by the way, just an aside, this is exactly what McAfee was working towards and had alleged prior to his being arrested and then disappeared. So I handed over to the other guys here. I, I just wanted to give that a little thing. This is this goes right to Arizona right now with things that we filed even today. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, gentlemen, who would like to uh, who would like to jump on that one next? Leo? No, no. If Holly uh, uh, wants to go first, uh, no problem. I mean, I, I think that uh, regarding this, I might have some slight different views regarding the Elon Musk figure in itself, which uh, I find uh, very ambiguous. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, in regards to his transhumanist research, uh, which I think uh, is uh, leading us towards uh, uh, the cyborg nightmare that will transform man in something different. So I, I'm, I'm kind of like skeptical because I know that uh, uh, we are in front uh, of uh, an artificial intelligence talking, not only Elon Musk. Let's remember that Elon Musk is the one who put it out of the box, the genie. He's not the genie. So uh, as he's working along with this artificial intelligence that he claims uh, it's uh, very advanced as he's, he's, he basically showed us uh, the, the technology that he's using to build the most advanced artificial intelligence in the world. He, he's been quite open about it, but he's also been the one who has warned us about it. So you see here we have an um, um, ambiguous kind of uh, behavior. On one side, you're denouncing yourself. On the other side, you do the crime. You want to arrive to the level of being God. Uh, you do everything and the contrary of everything, just a little bit like the, the two-sided, you know, the, the eagles uh, watching uh, outwards, which is, of course, a very important also imperial symbol. But this is uh, what Elon Musk is doing. He's laying the basis, uh, his modality, his profile pick. I mean, guys, what do you want? I mean, he wants to become a sort of antichrist let's make it clear but the problem is uh, the candidates are by uh, we have various candidates everybody wants to play in this end time game uh, let's see what happens i don't know that's uh, that's what i can say let's see what happens Let, let's be spectators but also act in a way that we can preserve our integrity and not uh, join the mark of the beast i see it in this way if you want to define it within christian terminology so I think that uh, we can give our, uh, the word now to our other guests by remaining 
skeptical but positive about the recent outcomes. I mean, we are all happy about uh, what Elon has done, apart from unblocking my own account, which basically I was locked out in August 2020 and I never got back. It's still there, you know, like a picture, like something that is preserved for the future. But uh, the problem is that Elon is not working alone. He's already working with cybersecurity. Ole. Ole, ole, ole. <laughs> I want to say I trust Elon about zero uh, percent. Uh, I don't know enough about him to trust him. <laughs> I see exactly what Leo is describing, uh, you know, like playing both sides, uh, speaking against himself and that promote. It's like very confusing. But when you look at how these forces are working, it's the way I feel it. We're up against an illusionist that are into mind games and mind manipulation and pushing and pulling. And it's like, I don't trust them at all, uh, at all, him nor very few people on that level. Also, I think very often he, he talks against himself and he stands very much for what the whole fourth industrial revolution, new world order crap. There, it's the exact same thing he stands for as far as I can see. He just comes from a different angle. He says, I'm the solution to the problem with them, but we, we end up at the same time, at the same place. For me, I do not trust him at all. But I don't know enough, so I'm not, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna badmouth him. I'm just saying, nope, not in my world. Re elections, I mean, why even bother? Uh, because, I mean, they have been rigged for a long, long time. And so when we are waiting to, and we are following different elections, how is it gonna go? Who are they gonna choose? Once you start uh, Jorge, seeing Jorge, it's rigged. I think also that people need to understand that in the future, artificial intelligence will take all the jobs of the politicians also. It's also that that is happening, no? So please continue, because I think that is something that needs to be inserted here. This is it. I mean, we are being diverted with an illusion of democracy when at the same time there's this machine coming from behind just trying to take over while we're looking the other way. So this is, uh, I don't focus on elections or anything like that at all. I try to look the other way behind our backs, what is actually going on behind us. Uh, they're trying to make us look to in a certain direction. I would certainly say, look in the exact opposite direction most of the time and see what is actually going on over there behind the curtains, behind uh, the in the dark corridors or whatever power they call it. And, and by the way, let me just add this. Uh, the three of us are in concurrence. I've said numerous times, including here with you, Jaco, uh, that I have great concerns. Elon's history is coming out of, you know, this um, political backing in the form of all sorts of tax breaks that were given to his corporations that gave him favor to reach this pinnacle that he's at, diverting programs, shutting down the space program and diverting things to his company and others similar. Uh, and so there's a favoritism that is very disconcerting that we're now getting stuff that uh, out of Twitter, again, as I referenced early in my comments a minute ago, uh, the people behind Elon and what are their motives in, uh, you know, when you get mobs that want to take out a competing mob group, 
they'll oftentimes use the police or the judicial processes with somebody that has favor to take out their enemy for them. So the question is, what's the rest of the game behind this? And uh, uh, I would not drop my guard for an instant. Um, humanity is on the uh, is being attacked globally, and at this exact moment um, within the American political system, and then out across the world, we are getting a, a, a glimpse of the machine works and how it's used to control our conversations. But um, I'm highly skeptical, as, as these other gentlemen are, that uh, what, what exactly is the motives, uh, the massive amount of money behind uh, of this purchase of Twitter and uh, the exposure. I want to take it from there, um, the amount of money. Now, when we go into the investment... 33, 33 trillion. No, 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 no. Who invested? Uh, there is a, a communist assurance company, the most known one in Italy, communist, openly communist, since the time of the Italian Communist Party called Unipol. They became among the major investors with Elon to buy Twitter. People don't know this, but these are communists. So there is something that is not right there. Unipol is a big company. I have one of my best friends who used to work for their bank. And in Italy, everybody knows. You can openly ask, is Unipol communist? And it's written. It just is, they're openly communist. So if you have an, an assurance uh, uh, sticker on your car, Unipol, everybody knows that you are tending towards that political side also. So it's very identifying. So it's not just a company, a state company. It's a communist company investing with Elon Musk to buy Twitter. Why? We have never been told why a communist works with Elon, Twitter, uh, with Elon Musk and why nobody's questioning this. Yeah. So that, that, one, uh, fig that one number that I, that I threw out there, Ole, I know you're into the Illuminati and the, the, the gang, but it was bought for 33 trillion. You know how I like to throw away those, throw out those, uh, you know, numbers like that. So not, not trillion, billion. Oh, billion. I'm sorry. Yeah. Billion. Yeah. That would be a little bit more, but yeah, 33 billion. So, uh, you know, numbers, uh, can sometimes make, uh, give you some insights too. Uh, so they're also, uh, at Twitter revealing child. Now we're all, every one of us have talked about, you know, child trafficking and, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a bad, it's a bad thing. Obviously it's one of the things that the, uh, Luciferians basically use, you know, they're all into that. So, uh, Elon supposedly, so I, I like the way this conversation is going, supposedly is coming in and shutting all that down and disclosing that. So what, what are your thoughts on that one? Well, I mean, when he posted the emoji with the white rabbit, uh, of course, uh, he wants to address that kind of matrix-like myth that entered the QAnon movement in a way, or is it simply him referring to the fact that he wants to bring us deep into the rabbit hole, like traditionally from the time of Alice in Wonderland onwards? I mean, uh, I think that the right... Uh, uh, conservative movement, of course, at the moment sees positively Elon Musk and forgets about his uh, hideous experiments with uh, with uh, macaques, with uh, monkeys, chimps, uh, 
I'm talking about Frankenstein-like experience. I'm not talking about just uh, here is a computer brain interface that is coming out of it, uh, which will literally transform the fate of mankind. He has put around the, the globe this uh, satellite system that makes him independent from any other communication uh, you know, network. So he has his own network projected on Earth. This is a prison planet in the hands of Elon Musk at the moment eh? with the, the level of technology that he has. So uh, who is he working with? Well, you know, I mean, you just need to open uh, the good uh, old uh, holy book and you know what's, he, what's all about. Juan? Well, I, I think, uh, again, I, I agree with uh, Leo. The problem is uh, all of these oligarchs, if you will, uh, they've reached this gazillionaire status. And then the next place that they're all going because they see the future is some kind of mating between man and machine. It's a it's a it's a bad sci-fi movie. And uh, within the context of that, they see the dehumanization of planet Earth. They don't see a future with humans on the planet in a significant role other than a small click of them. Uh, everything is augmented by a machine, by um, computer consciousness that we don't work fast enough or appropriately for the world that they envision ahead. And so uh, we have to move the humans out of the way. It's a very um, Luciferian mentality. It's an anti-human mentality. It's an anti-Christian, anti-Christ mentality because there's no place for us left there. It's, it's, um, it's even a Cainite uh, mentality. Uh, and my, br my brother's keeper, you know, uh, they can't keep up. They're gone and uh, hand the planet over to the next phase of uh, human consciousness, which is really a machine consciousness uh, in the way that they look at it. Again, it's like a sci-fi movie. So we're going to have to fight to keep these oligarchs from handing our planet over to a machine consciousness. And, and part of the thing about these machines is they don't do calculations with um, human emotion or kindness or love or charity involved in those calculations. They are very cold calculations just based on a bottom line. Um, computers live on electrons. A computer consciousness only values the energy, the electrons, the power that keep it moving and growing and expanding. And so you have silicon life form challenging biological life as God created it here on the planet. And that's the challenge for us moving ahead. Are we going to rein in these persons who themselves are actually only projections of a force behind them. They're literally paper thin. Zuckerberg didn't invent Facebook, but he's the face of Facebook. The question is, did Musk create all of this that he has or any of these other uh, uh, mega gazillionaires who are at choke points for technology and choke points for the technocracy that is coming again? If Zuckerberg didn't invent Facebook, there is also it was a DARPA creation. 
there is also a Martian element in Elon Musk. Martian. I'm talking Martian, the spirit of Mars, the spirit that was evoked by Alistair Crowley back in 1910, the spirit of Mars that he wants to then reach and become emperor of. This is not a joke. He wants to conquer Mars. And he can do it only with transhumans, not with ordinary humans. So he's not. Can I just jump in for one second and say something? You know, within that concept, the war against humanity is a very Martian concept. And uh, Mars was the god of war. And so we are war by another means. There's even subtle messages in the way that you say that that I totally, totally agree with. But it's also Rome. Rome means Rose of Mars. And uh, it's basically there on the seven hills. Each hill represented one of the gods of the planets. So this is about uh, uh, going uh, from Alpha to Omega, that Omega that Pierre Teilhard de Cardin, the Jesuit, talked about, which is basically the Omega point of artificial intelligence, which becomes all-encompassing. We are about to reach that Omega point once the artificial intelligence in 2030 becomes fully uh, operational in a way that we can't even imagine now. And I think that that's all about defending our humanity, which is left in us, against the machines. This is basically a scenario which, of course, we have seen in Terminator and other movies. Uh, it's not a joke, though. And uh, we're going to be fronting ourselves a, 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 a different direction that we will have to go to when we will decide to abandon the smart cities because they have already conquered the smart cities. And uh, I think uh, that cities at this point are lost. The solution is elsewhere for us because these people are literally invading spaces and destroying them also, of course, socially. We see these cities transformed in, sorry if I say shitholes. They do it on purpose. They are leading us towards accepting Robocops in the streets of San Francisco already with the possibility of shooting you dead. This is not a joke. It's happening now. Not in 10, not in 15, not in 20 years. Now in San Francisco. Yeah. Ole, you want to uh, add anything? Give you a shot in here. I think, I think the solution to everything is follow the heart. And uh, what I'm hearing and uh, what I'm seeing are like uh, plans and ideas of absolute uh, super psychos who are driven by their own uh, greed and desires and with no no empathy for humanity no empathy for nature no empathy for human beings no empathy for children no empathy for nothing i think they are showing us the exact wrong way to go forward so anything they suggest i would say absolutely you can get this one from me and if you're kind you can get two of them it's like absolutely no way it's like no Thank you so much for your kind technology. You can just piss off. I'm not saying yes to it. I'm not, you, you know, because 
they come in all different shapes and form really beautifully presented if mainstream media puts you up on a pedestal you have to ask yourself why or oh why or oh why is this individual being named man of the year or on the front cover of this and it's not by coincidence it's their guy whoever that is it's their guy otherwise they would not appear there you know so other people that are real heroes will be uh, approached and they will then be portrayed as uh, villains and uh, criminals and and destroyed. So when somebody is being backed like that, you have to ask yourself who's backing them. Thank you for that, Leo. I did not know about this Italian bank. That's just one aspect of it. But you have to look behind the scenes. What? How did this individual or front page? or cover of something, how did that person end up in that position? Who backed them? Where did the money come from? Where did the host, where is the structure that they are representing? And uh, for me, more or less every single time I really start digging, I end up at the same pit hole, you know? So we, Which we is also called, called Palo Alto. This pit hole is called Palo Alto, maybe. Yeah, sorry, but I think I know what you're talking about at that point. Because, guys, we go back to that place. Huh? Hmm. All right, Balenciaga. So it's uh, basically on the in the news because they had the uh, the bondage uh, on the little uh, teddy bears and the children in, the, in there. Uh, and they had the white rabbits, had white rabbits in the background. So all this symbolism, uh, it's it's coming out. Uh, we're seeing Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman's father was a child molester, rapist, uh, and on and on and on. We have uh, Kim Kardashian. That's in the product line. Uh, so all these suspect people uh, that are coming out, uh, another reveal, another massive opening. Does it stop? I mean, we had, you know, uh, all these other people that have been revealed. Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, what whatever happened to that? Where's the list? Who's been prosecuted? Nobody. Juan, what do you say? Well, here's here's the one thing. Um, Ole, you know, his forte where my uh, first encounters with were for information coming out of Ole were these false flags. And one of the signature pieces of, of these false flags was that they always gave clues as to who was behind them. You know, one shoe missing, two shoes missing. Uh, they would always give a clue about the next false flag in the last false flag with with certain images, names, things like that. So we were looking at relatively localized events taking place in a particular city uh, somewhere on the globe. Now I want to go back and look at, at, a, at a closer to a planetary scale. In fact, maybe things like the manipulation of the social media uh, through several different organizations with some central point in the intelligence agencies, the policing uh, and, and information agencies going back into Homeland Security, let's say in the United States or other uh, uh, Tavistock-like mind control operations, uh, RAND Corporation, et cetera. Are we actually looking too close when we look at only a... Um, false flag within a city and now is there a false flag within say the social media that's taking place that's laying the groundwork for us to accept a 
um, image of a savior coming in to uh, give the information that allows us to take control somehow. But again, as, as Ole has said, it's a false flag would be my way of saying it. Uh, is it a false flag on a larger scale to fool us uh, with this magic act into accepting the next iteration of how they're going to save us? You know, it's always, it's the devil killing the devil. Uh, it's, a, it's a magic act. It's an illusion. And then you want to you wanna accept the solution. You know, problem, hmm. crisis, solution. And they're managing us on a much larger scale. And something like the social media thing that we're seeing with Twitter is actually a very intricately laid false flag on a near global scale to suck humanity into embracing, racing towards a solution that they already have figured out they want us to go to. Is that, does, that, does that work for you guys? Well, I guess that yeah. this solution has been predicted already 2,000 years ago. So I, I guess that then it depends. If you want to be uh, operating within the Judeo-Christian world, but the Abrahamic faith in general, we are leading towards the moment in which uh, we will have... Uh, the emanation of the word of God on earth again through the Messiah. Now, it's obvious that people tend to dismiss that and focus many, much more on the Antichrist. So we started with the first Antichrist being Nero, and now we are here. Uh, and, and of course, uh, the world has changed very much, and the way that uh, uh, we are seeing everything happening, including the microchipping of the population next, which uh, will be resisted, but will be resisted by those people of great faith. And it's not going to be an easy thing to do that, uh, I think, at one point, because uh, they are becoming more and more aggressive in their project, which is leading us to transhumanism simply because uh, cyber Satan is Satan. But then we will have an Antichrist figure that will be operational through him. The, the fact that you will go towards a one world figure with a one world government and uh, that is all uh, because of the technology that pushes us towards that direction also uh, so at one point uh, they will decide to have a leading artificial intelligence that will dominate the whole planet and and, and that will uh, of course be so advanced that the possibilities that they will create also uh, themselves independently from us humans, de decisions that will, of course, uh, try in some way to undermine a race. I think that this, of course, for some people is going way too far. I talked about it in my book, volume 6.66, though, as you know, I also continue to talk about it also in volume 7, and I'm still talking about it in volume 8, though, in a different way. Ultimately, uh, they, uh, you have to understand that the politics of a country like America is decided by people like Rockefeller. Rockefeller started his own career, the family, the Rockefeller started 
with the Rothschild backing. And so we go back to good old Europe and to the usual people that have the oldest money. But we have, of course, also some key players here in the US. But uh, when we are talking about the Democratic Party, at the moment we have seen with the latest scandal, George Soros, of course, number one financer of the Democratic Party. Second, there was this bankman Fried, who now is, of course, uh, the scammer of, of, of the century. But uh, the problem is uh, that uh, we are still leading towards a scenario that can be interpreted under various levels. So we're not saying different things. It's just that you can decide to interpret it only at the geopolitical, physical level without uh, the metaphysical implications, or you can decide to accept that the metaphysical implications are a way for you to understand better what we are about to face in the coming years. Beautiful. Ole. Well, and I think Ron, Ron, Ron Paul, sorry, Ron Paul, I read an article this morning and he's warning us about social unrest, something that, of course, might happen in the near future if we continue on this path. Going back to Twitter. Uh, the symbol, the logo of Twitter is a bluebird. And if you go into the CIA's background, uh, the bluebird is involved very much in, in mind control. <clears throat> These platforms were not just uh, created by, by some somebody extremely generous. I mean, these uh, like uh, YouTube, that's a strange word, name for you, by the way. But anyway, these server halls and, and servers and, and everything needed to, to have something like uh, YouTube, it's extremely expensive. I mean, who who would do that for free is it just because they're extremely generous or is it because they're they're creating your data they're creating this platform it's like the the piper you know come here come here small children i have candy for you just get in the car you know what you come we come we come and once we're in kung they close it and it's the same with with these different platforms you got uh i don't trust any of them at all at all and so you got uh, here twitter the suddenly problem reaction solution we started seeing censorship and then reaction people are saying oh my god this is not okay it's horrible my god we should be able to speak freely and in on stage come a hero da, 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 white horse and in this case elon musk that just buys it for whatever, 33 trillion, billion, zillion, whatever. You know, that's the official story. So we have a re problem reaction and in comes the solution. And this guy is deeply involved in the same, in the same agenda, if you ask me. I mean, the, the, it's exactly what they want. And he is he's backing with all types of technology. So in my world, will I trust him? I don't think so at all. So anyway, um, I think also one of the reasons they want transhumanism is because when you really look who is behind this agenda, they're very, very few. And we are billions. They might be in maybe in the thousands. I'm not really sure. Leo, you, I'm sure you know better. But like uh, we are billions. So the only way they can control us and they're really trying to speed it up, speed it up, speed it up before we, we become aware of it is through technology. It's through AI and these type of things. Uh, microchipping, the whole shebang, where they suddenly can use technology and then the few behind the scenes can be the controllers. But it's but, a race. But they still want to eliminate part of mankind in the process uh, because they want to substitute. The, the thing is yeah. they need uh, 
things they don't need any longer uh, the, the, the you know uh, the, the the same kind of work as they needed back in the days when they built some giant uh, uh, things now they can use the machines they can use the robots so why having all these humans around they consume they breathe our air you know you have to understand in the mind of these people like klaus schwab it's like they really uh, focused on, on an idea that was planted there with, those, with that book manifesto called The Limit of Growth. In 1972, the Club of Rome published this limit of, The Limit of Growth, and that is where the Great Reset is based on. And, and it's, uh, of course, uh, an apocalyptic idea that we are facing extinction because there is too many people on planet Earth. So then, boom! You go on with viruses, uh, chemical, bacteriological, all kinds of warfare on mankind, the wars, uh, nuclear war, possibly. They need to eliminate, basically, in their eyes, uh, three quarters, at least, of mankind. Yeah. Now, I, I, was at a, uh, I, was, I had a friend that basically told me what was going on behind the scenes with the, uh, the big execs, uh, like Apple execs and so forth, and they they told me they'd been hanging out with them for quite some time, and it, it's you know many many years ago they would all celebrate someone that came out gay, and he said, and the time would go on, and the time went on, and then they started to celebrate someone that transgendered. That was the big thing. So you guys are all bringing up the basically the AI aspect, and I'm sure that that's probably the latest and greatest thing that they're trying to you know uh, if you're moving into the AI or whatever. So Juan, I know you've talked about this is I love this conversation where it's going. You talk eloquently about, you know, the Canaanites, uh, the Kazarian Mafia and so forth. What and Leo's talking about, you know, you can look at this from a larger perspective uh, from, you know, the metaphysical realm. What what are your thoughts on uh, the metaphysical and what's going on in the world right now? Well, you know, even uh, and and Leo can maybe answer this a little bit, but in the uh, story, the biblical narration of the Antichrist figure, uh, as he comes onto the world stage in a controlling position, he is wounded in the head in some way where the whole world is of the belief that he is dead or nearly dead. Then, uh, miraculously, he is revived. But after he's revived, he does not regard, uh, he has no interest in uh, relations with women. Uh, he, he appears to be almost machine-like in his thought processes. Um, in fact, what are we going to see? That we see a physical figure who then is uh, somehow mated with a machine, uh, whether we know that or don't know that, but it's actually occurring and it's making the calculations to manage humanity. And of course, it's placed uh, in this position where it is, it is uh, this, this Antichrist creature is then ruling from Jerusalem over uh, the other religions. Uh, uh, Catholicism is subservient or blended into it. Uh, Judaism, Christianity, uh, even uh, the Muslim religions, all the Abrahamic religions are somehow blended into this and he takes control of all of it. And of course, I have talked about this from the British Commonwealth and the Prince William side and, and that he legally 
is the only person on the planet well, this who is actually, has illegal access to Jerusalem as it's king. It's something I wrote in my new book, Volume 8, uh, that the Prince William is definitely a candidate, a possible candidate to the office of Antichrist. So, uh, and, and so do you, do you agree, Leo, that this head wound could actually be a premise for some mating to an artificial intelligence, an AI, and his uh, resurrection, if you will, um, isn't actually purely him, but that that possession, that takeover of that consciousness is actually possibly the AI side of management. He's just a figure in some kind of a mated uh, thing to the AI. Is that that would that work for you? What, what do you mean? Like Elon is a figure in some. Oh kind? no, I'm talking about if whoever the Antichrist is. Ah, okay. If it was because uh, okay, okay. Well, I, I think that people need to go and see a movie called Demon Seed, uh, Demon Seed from 1977, and I tell you why. First of all, this is no ordinary movie. The film director who made it uh, is called Donald Cameron, and he himself was uh, an actor in the movie Lucifer Rising by Kenneth Anger which I also talked about in my latest book. Uh, these are real Illuminati. Kenneth Anger is, is still alive. He's a ninth degree of the OTO and co-founder of the Church of Satan. Now, <clears throat> in the movie Demon Seed, uh, the uh, actual uh, woman, Julie Roberts, copulates uh, with uh, the artificial intelligence that locks, uh, in the, locks her in the house. She's, uh, she's locked in the house. Then she's made to copulate with the machine to produce this... Uh, monstruosity of course this is science fiction but uh, there is an occult element there too because uh, in the movie lucifer rising uh, the, the film director donald camel was actually uh, himself uh, doing the part of osiris and in basically they were busy welcoming osiris the spirit of mars on earth and it was Lucifer rising. At that point, uh, you have a scene in which the, uh, this uh, one of the actors uh, goes with this jacket and he has behind written Lucifer in a rainbow. Rainbow. LGBT plus, mm. plus, plus, because Kenneth Anger himself is also one of them. But here we're talking about not any ordinary movie. If you go and see Lucifer rising, you understand that is a ritual. And it is a ritual. And it was made to welcome the actual Antichrist in the, between the period between 1970 and took almost 10 years to only 40, 45 minutes. But uh, it's very interesting that this, of course, starts with the music that is provided by a guy who is in jail still to this day called Bobby Besoleil. And this music was picked up by Lady Gaga, who sings for the president and is like this with Joe Biden, and yesterday was in the White House where everything goes transgender, LGBT, whatever. This is all connected, and there is real Satanism at work, not jokes, not conspiracy theories. So it's very interesting that we are living in these times. For those who have the eyes to see this, they are able to make a choice, but they have to be quick to make this choice in the, in the coming years before they will arrive to a point of no return and accept the, the microchip, the enslavement that will come very soon because it will be forced on us. Hmm. Ole. 
<laughs> and then Elon, of course, he wants to be in the driving seat, but the situation is very complex. And the role, of course, of the British monarch is a very important one. Just in the last few hours, we have seen Prince Harry and Prince William departing forever to a point of no return, something that was never seen before. But at the same time, <clears throat> we know that the royal house has the DNA to actually be that anti-Christian branch because it's also there that all the Freemasons in the world refer to with the United Lodge of England, which is in the hands of the British monarchy, basically, and the cousin of the Queen, <clears throat> now deceased. So this is what is happening at the moment. We are having the British monarchy who everybody bows down to. Even here, basically, they have adopted this monarch, this monarchy prince that is now here, Prince Harry. But who is adopting him? Oprah. And Oprah is another interesting figure in all this, but everybody is playing a role. Remember, though, that some of these people are conscious of their previous lives and of the demon that has possessed possessed them for centuries, millennia. Sometimes the demon lives within a family and transmits that. When Prince William was created, I received a mail many years after, of course, in the 90s, by a member of the United Lodge of England called Tony Henley, who uh, is a very important figure also in the post office services, uh, which uh, have the most, uh, the one, you know, from the post office you can get, is uh, uh, one of the heads. But uh, Tony Ellie, uh, this guy here, uh, described me the way they chose to copulate, uh, Diana had to copulate with Prince Charles on a specific day so they could then get Prince William to be born for a specific day that will coincide, of course, with one of the main celebrations of the Masonic year, and also make sure that he had a specific ascendant. So basically, it was like the production of Prince William. It wasn't just Prince William. It was like the court of England gathered to produce somebody that will incarnate certain, a certain spirit. This is no joke. This is science for them since the time of John Dee. So uh, what better candidate, I guess, for the office of Antichrist as suggested by our gentleman in boots? <laughs> so I think it's a little bit like Rosemary's baby as well, isn't it, Roman Polanski? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. also, I think it's interesting with this these rainbow colors that are used in such a way that, oh, look at this, and it's freedom and it's liberty. But if you look at the rainbow colors, they were very active way before the whole gay, uh, that whole gay thing. If you go into the Jewish uh, traditions and, and also the Kabbalah, where these rainbow colors, I think also in other areas where they're very, very dominant in some of these operations. And I, I just want to point out one thing that I found curious uh, over the years when I've been looking into top political assassinations is that among the center around these conspiracies and the people that are carried them out are very often gay. They're very militant, right-wing and gay. 
and I found that uh, really interesting. At the same time, they will kill gay people. You know, it's yeah, like because... the, the, the homosexual activity gives them the access to a specific degree that is not accessible from inside the order. In the OTO, for example, the 11th degree, which is the homosexual degree, is considered outside of the order, and it's a degree that you receive anally. Now, this, of course, uh, is shocking for those who are watching us, but the Illuminati are into such perversions. So, hmm. so could, you, could you repeat that, please, uh, Leo? When there is a specific to... degree that people can go and check on the internet. Yeah. Just Google the 11th homosexual degree of the Ordo Templi Orientis, which, of course, is a specific degree which operates outside of the boundaries of the order. And uh, one of the bigger representatives, I actually met him in Oslo, in Norway. There is some articles on a website of an academic in Switzerland who uh, talks about this, uh, Peter Koenig. Uh, he basically um, studies the OTO phenomenon, and he has wrote uh, extensively about this ritual, about this uh, degree operating uh, uh, within the Illuminati structure, basically, but in an independent way. So just because the Coronzon ritual was the defining moment in which Alistair Crowley, and I talk about it in my new book also, went to North Africa in Algeria, in a place where with this guy called Victor Neuborg, uh, they were both, of course, bisexual, but they, they were doing everything and anything also drug-wise. He uh, created the, in the middle of the desert a circle, he jumped out of the circle, he should have stayed within the circle Crowley, so he could get completely possessed and then possess Victor Neuborg, who was still inside and started to go completely out of it, because here we're talking about black magic at the ultimate level, they evoked Coronzon, free, 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 the demon of the abyss, the, 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 the basically... Uh, the, the guy, the god of iniquity, uh, and it's thanks to him that we are seeing the materialization of this phase of the end times. Because then free, 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 and then it becomes 666. Uh, so it's, it's like when you are talking about uh, uh, Satanism, you have to understand that they work within the structures of geometry. Within the lodges of the Satanism, if you go to Michael Aquino's lodges or Anton LaVey's lodges, they had specific geometric symbols that they worship because from these symbols, they get the energy in the room that they gather uh, from the rituals. So this is uh, the, like the order of the trapezoid, for example. They gathered in the castle of Bessenburg in the early 80s in Germany. It was about 10 to do, I think about 10 uh, intelligence officers with pay from NATO, so paid by us, by our taxpayers' money, went into the place where the SS used to do the rituals there with Himmler downstairs, and they made the ritual. The order of the trapezoid, there, uh, it was uh, then renovated their oath uh, to death. We're talking about uh, some serious, serious dark stuff, guys, because the castle of Wessenburg, guys, serious stuff. But in fact, uh, next to the castle of Wessenburg, then you have, as you know, in Germany, that uh, very ancient forest, and uh, you can find that ritual also, that place uh, depicted in the movie Lucifer Rising of Kenneth Anger. I mean, 
guys, when you're talking about the Illuminati, the magicians, the system of control that is around us, the Freemasons, these people are not stupid. They are scientists. So let's treat it in a scientific way. If you want to fight it, then we can destroy them. Uh, you have to be really... <sighs> Leo, can I, can I ask you, I, I get the impression that these people, I'm, I'm sp uh, talking specifically about the the hit teams the the ones that are carrying out the operations if you call them gay they would kill you but they're involved in gay activity yeah yeah, yeah. This is a, this and, is, no i know I, I don't get it I, well i, I didn't let me tell you when i was in the monte carlo lodge i didn't get it too because uh, in the monte carlo lodge i remember there was a guy called Ezio junki a colonel of the italian intelligence working also with france but then there was a guy called Commandante Giorgio Ugo Balestrieri. He was the head of the International Rotary Division in New York. Uh, he was originally in the P2, but then he left Italy when the scandal erupted and kind of became American until many years after. Okay, there was a problem then. Of course, he was a, a guy very much working within the intelligence world. But... The thing, strange thing was that behind the, the scene, I mean, behind the scene, and, and nobody knew about it, he was actually homosexual. And instead, Ezio Junquillo was the guy who was bashing homosexuals from, from the morning to the night. He was one of the really gay guys, you know, people who are really gay. I don't care about people, what they're still trying. But this guy was really a gay guy. But Balestieri worked for, 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 for Ezio Junquillo. And I was like, what the heck? This is like hypocrisy at the maximum levels. And it's all very twisted, you know? And then Balestrieri instead pretended to have a wife, but then he had a lover who was the head of the 33-degree Supreme Council in San Marino. And there is a lot of homosexuality in Freemasonry, guys, because uh, brotherly love, brotherly love, brotherly love what? And then, you know, so, I mean, I know a little bit about the Freemasons, so I know this world, and I can tell you a lot of uh, stories that are funny about this. But uh, the truth is that ultimately... Uh, there is been for a very long time in the English court, especially the last two or three centuries, especially a gay mafia, very strong one, very, very strong one. In court, we're talking about people who take care of the whole palace. No? In fact, it was rather famous that next to the Queen Mother, you will have all these gay figures going around. But it's normal in the, in the, in the upper levels, even with the Freemasonry at the, the top, you know, because they take care of the rituals, of the flowers, of the symbols, or ti, 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 ta, ta, ta. you know, so, I mean, this is just to, un to make you understand the situation. You have to also understand, remember that the homosexuality tends to mimic the aristocracy. The aristocracy was originally like that, very camp, <laughs> very like, please bring me the, you know, very decadent. Mm. But then, of course, the thing that we have to understand is that decadence has always brought to perversion, and perversion inevitably brings to Satan. Now, when we talk about uh, uh, homosexual activity, there is often, though, a deliberate satanic act behind it, not only simply an act that is to do with your sexuality or particular choice that we don't really care about on this show or in any other, in any other place. I think instead that the problem is between you and God and it's your own problem, not mine.
But regarding instead the, the, the actual problem that we have with today's society is that they want to castrate the masses. They need to eliminate three quarters of mankind. So how they do it? They do it. They make everybody uh, homosexual. They don't have anybody procreating. Uh, the, the kind of uh, detachment that comes from destroying the traditional architecture of the family in favor of what we have today with these millennials who declare in a growing number that they are all a little bit, uh, we don't know what, with their sexuality. They're very confused. And on top of that, uh, escalating is the phenomenon of suicides because, of course, uh, they're not happy with their life. They might uh, uh, want to show to the outside world, we are happy, we are happy. But in reality, they're not really happy. So they end up having a lot of psychological problems, and this brings them to some dramatic decisions uh, like a suicide, which is on the increase. So I think that this society has a lot of problems, but it's not only a social thing. There is an energy from the planets that pervades the whole, because we, <laughs> you know, this is a planet, but it's not just a, a planet in the universe. There is a whole solar system, there is a whole universe, and there is a solar system that moves and the planet positions itself in a different way, it receives the magnetic fields differently, and we react differently as human beings with our brains, with our... But you think uh, I'm right all in this uh, description? I'm, I'm listening and learning. Uh, I, I just want to ask you, would it be correct to say that these, uh, like within the, the level of assassins, maybe, Michael, you can talk about that as well, that they actually hate the feminine energy and that that they 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 listen the when way. i when i made the example before both balestrieri and Esu Junki are assassins these are these are professional assassins these are intelligence operative so the thing is this yes i think that you can be an assassin and be straight or assassin and be homosexual but definitely i saw in the homosexual ones uh, a way that operates uh, increasingly uh, detached from uh, uh, the, the, the same family connections we have that kind of limit us. The, the fact that they don't have a traditional family and a traditional union puts them in a different direction. And that's maybe why I saw recently, even in the English intelligence, a lot of homosexuals, openly homosexual, couple of homosexuals that work for MI6. Mm. I, I was capable of knowing some of these people and I saw that there was a lot of this uh, flamboyant thing that wasn't really in the past, you know, because in the past you had the James Bond, who was the traditional guy who... <laughs> Sorry. But then now we have instead a, a, a James Bond that soon is going to become queer and probably transgender. This is it. This is what they want I to love do. <laughs> no, but instead, now we have a completely different thing uh, going on in this world. This is a world that going, is going upside down because the values uh, that they want to, the whole values of, uh, goes upside down for them. And we have to limit the damages and isolate ourselves when we see that they're pushing this on, uh, on one of our family members also. Uh, if possible, we have to convince them to, to, to resist. The problem is that uh, nowadays with the millennials is not always easy. They have in their hands the whole systems of education and all that. When it comes to, to go back to the simply the assassins, the assassins are ruthless people in the mafia. You have 
the assassins. Great. There are people who would do anything. Like they will put you in acid and they will melt you in all kinds of shapes and form. They will do all kinds of things. Okay, I know these kind of people, but they are considered the soldier that you order and it goes and does. The mind that commands the mafia kind of situation in Sicily, he will never do that. He will never touch anything. He will just write in a little note, that guy needs to die and he's dead. So the assassins, who are the assassins? They are easily manipulated people who do a job. Then, of course, there is a secret society made of assassins. And that is also uh, a low level, though, compared to the people who are really in charge. For example, in the Islamic tradition, you have the holy man of the mountain for the Ashashins. That's where the word assassins comes from. So the Ashashins had a system of initiations in which uh, basically they were shown these beautiful ladies, this decadent life. You smoke a joint and then you go and do 9-11, which is exactly what the people who did 9-11 did. They smoked the thing and then they went and attacked. It was a promise of immortality that was given by the holy man of the mountain. And the Ashashin became, with the sunny Sabah, invincible. And they transmitted this, uh, this, this techniques. So, you see, so they smoked the joint, they make them, their initiation were particular. Uh, they make them live what's supposed to be paradise. So they, when they die, they knew that they were receiving a blessing of a thousand virgins and all that. So they didn't care. They were as ruthless as they could be. And they just were blind. So I think the perfect assassin is a guy who is unscrupulous, has nothing to lose. And uh, at times, if they are in a structure like any secret society, but the mafia is a secret society. It comes mm. from Freemasonry, the, the actual constitution of it. And this is basically, mafia is the, like the arm, the, the armed arm of Freemasonry in Sicily. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it seems like the uh, the Clinton crime family has a lot of those assassins you're talking absolutely. about. So uh, Juan, Juan, how do we beat these Nancy guys? Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, look what family she comes from. I'm, we are talking about the Gambino kind of family. Yeah. So I mean, we're talking what, about. What do you think, Juan? How, how do we? How do we? Beat well, let me let me dive in here. There's a couple of things that I I wanted to key on. Uh, yeah. Of course, Leo mentioned uh, Osiris. And uh, we're talking about all these sexual things. Remember, the center point of Washington, D.C., the Washington Monument, uh, that is the monument to Osiris, which is the penis of Osiris. And their entire occult theme all through Washington, D.C., is built around this symbol. Uh, it's in the scriptures, the Tower uh, the pillar gods uh, that were in the Holy of Holies, which when Zechariah was caught up in the spirit, uh, he saw them inside of, of, of the Holy of Holies. And the priests were turning their ass to the uh, Ark of God and bowing to the rising sun, which is the child of uh, the union between Osiris's corpse and Isis. And so what, what, what's this, this combination come down to? Let me tie all these pieces together a little bit. 
when the um, uh, Georgia Guidestones were, uh, when you looked at them on the Guidestones, it said that only 500 million people was the carrying capacity of planet Earth. But today we have about 7 billion. So that's uh, 14 times the 500 million that they believe should be here. Now, in their ritual, remember Osiris was killed by his brother Set in a reversal of the Cain Abel, the good brother, this god king entity, killed the bad brother, uh, a flip, which they love reversals, of the uh, Cain Abel story. Set kills Osiris, chops him into 14 pieces, and being a god, he's able to spread the parts all over the earth. His mother, also being a goddess, Isis, runs out, uh, the mother of the twins, Osiris and Set, runs out, finds 13 of the 14 pieces. She brings them back, assembles them. His corpse uh, is missing a penis. So she fashions a penis out of stone. Then the mother has sex with the dead corpse. And being goddesses, whatever, she becomes pregnant. The child, which is Horus, the sun in the sky, they are sun worshippers, but they're, they're different kind of sun worshippers than we as Christians are. Um, and, and from that, then, you know, rebuilds their heritage. Think about those numbers. 13 of the 14 pieces. That's all of the fleshly side of Osiris. And that must be eliminated. And all that's left, when you make computer chips, you make them out of silica sand. That's the basis of the computer chip. Uh, a stone is just, you know, a harder form of, of the silica. And so what you have is an image of a man and uh, silicon, both biological life form and silicon life form. And Isis has born the child from this, this mated uh, hybrid uh, situation. It's a dead corpse. She has uh, sex with the dead corpse. Uh, humanity is dead. The machine lives mm. in this symbology. And what they want is even at this moment in history from a satanic Luciferian perspective, um, the human side of the population on this planet has to die. The machine side has to live. And from a satanic perspective, um, a demonic perspective, possessing the bodies, they want to possess the, the, the um, consciousness in the machine, the ghost in the machine. They want to be able to live on, build out, and survive the destruction of humanity living in this machine where they never face death for eternity. The biology uh, can die, but the machine side can continue to build it out, a machine planet, a machine solar system, machine universe, and they never face the judgment of God and eternity uh, where they're shut off into the next realm. And so there's a lot of themes here going on. That's why uh, even, you know, proposing that the Antichrist, after this assassination attempt, is somehow survives it and the whole world looks upon this Antichrist figure 
uh, in astonishment that he survives. But are you actually watching even there a false flag where this person is revived, but in reality, an entity is behind the consciousness, uh, a machine control that is not even that person anymore, uh, possessed, uh, expressing and doing uh, the will of the machine right there in plain sight. Because remember, it's not the beast, it's the image of the beast, which all the world is supposedly forced to bow down to and worship. And then you look at all of the examples through the scripture where it talks about taking the mark of the beast and no man can buy and sell without the mark of the beast, etc. It's a machine system, a technocracy, technology where certain practices are institutionalized to give you access to the world around you. And that technocracy, that government of technology controls every aspect of your life. Nothing you can do uh, is allowed unless you worship the machine, you bow to the machine, you do the will of the machine, and it becomes a government run by machines where even humans, the humans that maintain them, the humans that may be the projections of who's running it are merely that projections the machine consciousness running those people that we see there. It's just an illusion. It's paper thin. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. That's, that's the best. That's you really tied that one in one. I've heard you tell this story and it gets refined over and over. It gets better and better as you tell it. So the, the Osiris thing, transhuman, perfect. I, I never thought of it like that, but that just really brought it in. It's like AI. There it is. Uh, it's all it's in our face. So I, I have a question for you, Leo. Uh, you you talked uh, the other day. You talked about how they always have the seven. Uh, if you look at a halo. Uh, there's always these seven rays that come out of a he halo. You look at our Statue of Liberty, it's got seven rays coming out of it. Um, and I think someone has talked about how you turn it up, turn it upside down, looks like a penis or something. Well, hold on, hold on. I got to tell you something here. Hold on. Uh, let me jump in for one second. Jump in, jump in. Let me jump in. When you see a rainbow, the rainbow is the reflected light at a 42 degree angle. The Greek gods in the Greek Parthenon, there's 42 of them. Um, 42 is a very critical number. Uh, when you say 42, uh, 6 times 7 is 42, those seven rays, and then the, the number of man, 6. So you're, you're merging a god-man uh, likeness together through those rays, even with the transgender satan presents as both male and female that's why you have a baphomet that's why these people worship the baphomet uh, uh a statue uh likeness etc because the baphomet is both male and female so when they when you look at them for example michael obama he doesn't want to go get the operation and actually truly become a female. He wants to be a male 
projecting as a female because that's a Baphomet likeness. They don't want the operation. Uh, the true ones are, are expressing both the male and the female personality because that's a form of worship to their god, Satan, Lucifer, the devil himself, who himself presents both as male and female in different contexts. Hmm. That's a I good point like because uh, Michelle or Michael Obama, as we probably should call him, her uh, is basically yeah, it, it, it. <laughs> she it she it. But there's been talk that that might be the uh, you know the Antichrist. Now, remember when the uh, Notre Dame burned? She was in uh, on a barge drinking champagne, watching it. So uh, it's what do you think, Leah? Well, no, uh, I want to pick up actually before uh, that. Oh, yeah. uh, I commented on uh, on uh, that uh, sipping actually of the champagne, uh, the very decadent in front of the Notre Dame church burning uh, Michelle Obama there on the uh, on the on the River Seine. Uh, well, I think that apart from these uh, curiosities, the seven traditional archangels are also to be mentioned, as you were talking about seven and seven in the occult corresponds also to uh, these uh, archangels who are very important for a series of evocations. That's why it goes along with the seven planets, the seven archangels, uh, and it goes along with also the seven notes that eventually we, uh, we had in the 17th century. Ultimately, we have now coming together a music that comes from a system that was devised though by people who regarded music as something sacred and close to geometry. Like music, it was like a reflection of geometry and the precision on which the notes come together and all that. It was reflected then in what Guido de Rezzo put together, which is based on St. John uh, the, the, the Baptist, uh, and, and basically it's based on one of the two saints of Freemasonry, which uh, are uh, also reflective of the night and the day, let's say. Uh, but uh, definitely the number seven is a very serious number, which uh, opens up also to the fact that in the Italian language you say sette, seven, and it's also sette means sects, so sects and seven go go along hand in hand, let's say. Interesting. So uh Ole, it looks like uh wine uh had to had to bow out. What any anything you'd like to add to that? I just find this really interesting. I I really like when we're being brought together like this. We come from very different areas, very different backgrounds, very different uh, skill sets, and and so I think it, for me it's it's super interesting to learn from other people like this. So thank you so much, and uh, yeah, and thank the you. all over the place. Then the numbers are just being used all over the place. That I can say. Mm -hmm. I want to add to this that uh, while we are reaching the, you know, the internet of bodies after the internet of things, we are reaching the moment in which basically magic and illusion meet with mankind in the virtual world that becomes all-encompassing around us. I think that it's good that minds that still function like ours, that still want to reason and bring on the table uh, something that is constructive for mankind is a very positive thing. 
then of course uh, we can debate on this or this other thing uh, like uh, they used to say in the old days in Italy you can debate on the sex of the angels for many days but the, the <laughs> ultimately uh, we reach uh, a conclusion here which is that the world is being dehumanized and we uh, people like me like all like a gentleman with uh, the boots uh, <laughs> I like to call it like that uh, are trying to uh, give you the viewer uh, an opportunity to actually become aware of all this and I believe in the foundation of a new civilization rather than saving this one which will be inevitably taken over by the machine because we have to be honest guys you know when you have a if you have a mathematical output of all this you know that they are winning because their numbers the way they operate it's more but we also have faith in the fact that we can walk out of all this and agree to disagree and go somewhere else uh, without uh, having to rely on or rely on their uh, artificial intelligence on their smart cities smart cars smart world now they have announced they have free energy for everybody but the cost at the cost of what because of course if uh, the guy is bill gates who owns all the nuclear facilities next to your town and is in charge of your life and death you are giving yourself up even your drive you want to do on a sunday i want to go pick up my car and go wherever i want no because with the electric car you will have to reason with the machine so where are you going sir today no, this area is closed this other area is polluted this is and that and this is a life that is basically for the herd, for the sheep. The people in this panel tonight were not sheep. So thank you very much, Michael. Well, thank you, guys. Juan, parting words? Well, you know, I, I enjoy very much uh, getting to talk with the guys. Uh, I think the consensus here is that uh, we're in danger of an uh, ever-increasing uh, chokehold choking the life out of us and that chokehold is being orchestrated through technology um and the people that hold the uh levers of power are somehow uh mutually working together to uh bring about that technocracy but even they think that they will um somehow enjoy a future uh where they uh, get to be the managers of the machine. But the devil himself, every lie, every machination, uh, Eve was beguiled. She believed a certain thing, but the actual outcome was nothing of what she imagined. Those people who think that they're going to make a deal with the devil and come out a winner who sell their souls uh, for a bowl of porridge will themselves be the greatest victims of all because the devil has no time for them. As soon as he's through using them to get to the next checkpoint, they'll be cast aside like dung. Mm -hmm. In fact, they will enjoy a hell with the devil himself because hell was created for the devil and his his uh, demons, his angels. Um, it wasn't created for humans. But if you want to pair your eternal uh, fate 
to the devil, you'll enjoy what he uh, himself is getting, and it won't be reigning and ruling with the devil to be trampled under his feet in a, in a fiery grave. Uh, that's what awaits those who work that kind of a deal. Uh, we need to embrace uh, God in heaven and a creation of his design, not the creation of the devil's design. And we can use technology and do beautiful, amazing, fun things as we build out to enjoy that which God has given us. But we are at this threshold moment, this this age of horrors staring us in the face, a dark future, that the only way that we will survive these next moments in human history is with God's help um, uh, protecting human life at every level and uh, not allowing these people to get control over us, uh, fighting it all the way. Um, you cannot uh, fall for their illusions, fall for their uh, uh, deceptions, even if it uh, is for your own personal gain. Somehow you think you're going to do well uh, in the deal with the devil. It's not happening. Uh, it's a false flag on a global scale. And taking what we've learned with all these tiny false flags and all the information that, that uh, Ale is, has provided us, um, all of the spiritual side that Leo has provided us to see these illusions and the consequence of buying into those illusions, moving society you know, moment by moment, piece by piece into this technocracy, we have to fight against it and fight against those who have sold their souls um, to this entity, this dark entity that wants us there. Uh, fight for human life, fight to preserve life, fight against going to war. Don't let us be fooled into civil war, uh, uh, war between nations, uh, the destruction the devil himself chooses for us, the depopulation that the devil wants for us so that they can own our future. Um, the future is ours, but we will have to fight for it against all of those who've made deals, sold their souls to the devil himself. Amen. Amen. Very good. Very good. Michael. So how, how can people, uh, Michael. You if they're interested. Michael, could, could I just comment? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I think this is really important because when you look at the power structure behind it, we got the, the guy with the horns uh, at the top, actually at the bottom, uh, he, the guy who really likes hot climate. He is the one behind it. But w the people that are serving him, I would say, like Juan was saying, it's a false flag. There's this incredible psychological operation that is carried out through these people. They are not aware of that the guy with the horns have no loyalty to them. He will eat them alive once they're of no use anymore. That goes for generals, that goes for colonels, that goes for bankers, that goes for whoever. And people who sign up 
and think that they've got a great deal, yeah, success and money and all of this, that they have no idea that they're actually in the grip of this power. And that power will crush them at any point in time. So before technology has taken over, we're, we're moving fast towards the point where if technology takes over, it's we're screwed but until then there are millions of us that are working inside this machine loyal to this dark force and so i would strongly suggest that all of us look in the mirror and, and ask ourselves am i in any way or form serving the wrong force and if so look at it inform yourself i mean it's it's inverted so if you work for the defense uh, industry that's absolute bollocks it's the kill and massacre industry you know it's the exact same in child protection services no it's child kidnapping services uh, police protect and serve no control and control do you know it's like the whole thing where so many people especially people in uniform have to wake up to the fact that you are actually protecting them from us not the other way around. You signed up to, to protect us. You're doing the exact opposite. You have been duped and deceived into to, uh, to protecting this force that is destroying humanity. It's not I think, okay. Uh, I think uh, that is very indicative that the recruiting of in the armed forces here in the US in the last year has gone down to levels uh, that have never been seen before. Nobody wants to embrace uh, this uh, woke... Uh, army of idiots with the complete false belief that blindly uh, put inside themselves whatever uh, uh, medicine or whatever. This is uh, what uh, is all happening here. Now, so please continue. You are saying that yeah, no, I'm jumping down to the point. I'm just saying it ain't over till it's over. Yes, it looks like the odds are stacked against us. So what? It's been looking like that for quite a while. We're still standing. So the thing is here and now, always here and now, bring the power back. Bring your power, personal power back and start doing good. Work for the right force. Listen to your heart. That's where the real answers are. Don't listen to this one. This is the one they can get into. This is the one that will confuse you, will will tempt you with greed and all of that. The heart knows. So get the do the travel from here down to the heart. That's the most important journey ever. And then start spreading goodness, kindness, fearless, stand up and just say, absolutely no way. You know, we don't have to kill them and massacre them. You know, that is an option for sure. But the thing is, they can only continue because we are we are doing it for them. We are doing it for them. We are we uh, our own prison guards. We are the ones doing the dirty work for them. Just like you, Leo, described the mafia, the guys that are giving the orders. They're sitting in the background with their pink little napkins and saying, "Sign this, uh, chop the head of this one." They would never do it themselves because they're absolute super cowards and psychos. So. We are doing it. We just have to stop doing it for them and just say, absolutely, no, I'm just not doing it. It doesn't matter what you threaten me, whatever. I'm not doing it for the future of our children, for myself, for everyone I care about. If we don't do it, we're going down the drains and then it's we can just blame ourselves. Can I please take the, the opportunity to just say I'm being super banned and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. 
And we're in a situation where if anyone would like to support, please, especially like VIP membership, where there's thousands of interviews, thousands of articles, thousands of whatever, you can spend five years on my, my website, lightonconspiracies.com. That would be extremely appreciated because right now it is getting really hard, especially after Patreon shut me down for uh, filming a testimonial in front of the Corona Investigative Committee where they said, if you don't take that away from your website, we will shut you down, which they did because I refused to do it. So anyway, please go lightonconspiracies.com uh, and especially the VIP section would be extremely. And please also Leo's books, these type of things, get the information out there, read it, inform yourself so that uh, here's volume number eight. <laughs> That's the side... side a segue for you and the 666 version or whatever you know it's it's through these type of whistleblower the information from the inside like you michael like you leo these are the things that is so valuable for the rest of us because we're standing on the outside knocking on the door trying to figure it out so when it comes from the inside of course question all of us question leo question me question michael question maybe not juan yes juan as well even though he's got nice boots <laughs> but you know like uh question all of it and just see does it make sense from the heart and if they're trying to force something on you ask yourself who benefits from me believing this question number one is it even true that it happened and then who benefits from me believing and you will if you start following that trail you will come back to the same the same the same different heads the same monster excellent and Leo, how can uh, people reach you? You showed your books. Uh... Yeah, well, you, they can, of course, reach me at leozegami.com where they find the links to all my books. So otherwise, they just put my name on Amazon. I've just released, as you know, this book talking about the Sabbatian Frankist, which I think are an heresy that needs to be discussed. Otherwise, here we all risk to go into anti-Semitism, and, and that's wrong. You see, it's just like a Jesuits for Catholicism. We can't condemn the whole of Catholicism, but definitely the Jesuits have ruined the church, and the post-conciliar church is completely different from how it used to be. So we have to have a clear idea of who we are fighting here. And these are basically the Luciferian court that reaches and rules the Illuminati below the various uh, Rockefeller Foundation, Rothschild and all the rest. But there on top, uh, though, we have uh, these, uh, these, these important figures that have crafted a reality using cinema, music, and all the rest. And, you know, we have done a great interview the other day, and I uh, invite people to uh, check it out because uh, we have discussed in detail uh, what my latest book is about, basically how the Antichrist in, over 100, in the last 100 years has more or less uh, uh, crafted a modern humanity to prepare for the arrival of the Antichrist using cinema, music, uh, sound, uh, frequencies, and all that uh, um, level of manipulation uh, needs now to, to be addressed. And that's why I'm very happy to tell you that my book is uh, number one in the film and video section of Amazon. And it's going very well. People are appreciating, especially the level of research and work. There is over a thousand footnotes, as you know, and you have been very complimentative. Uh, and I'm glad that you appreciate my work because, you know, I'm working hard for, for, for waking up the people who really want to, because then there is those 
who unfortunately will always stay in the dark because they don't want to see. They will stay in their cave if we want to talk uh, about uh, something that brings us back to Plato's cave, you know, because they want to stay there. It's very difficult to drag them out and see the sun and see what's really going on. They prefer to live in their life of shadows, and uh, we are basically living in the reflection of these shadows, these politicians that we see, they're not really the people in charge. They are the reflection of somebody much more powerful that goes back thousands of years. They are just puppets and they act as puppets. And once we expose them as such, we should act accordingly. Thank you so much, uh, Michael. Very good, Leo. Yeah, and that uh, that interview was outstanding. So, yeah, anyone that's uh, watching the show, just go right over to my uh, Rumble platform and uh, you'll see that. Juan, how can people reach you? Uh, you can, uh, you know, I've got the deep state bull and Trump uh, killing the deep state, which is the Trump card, uh, the matador, the megador. Uh, you can go get that over at thejennifermack.com. Uh, the books are over at gumroad.com, uh, all patriots, uh, gumroad.com. Uh, there's actually a special over there, I think, that's uh, posted here today or something. And then, uh, uh, you know, I uh, have third edition coming out shortly. We just uh, locked in a date in mid-January for the print on that. So looking forward to having that out. Uh, I just really appreciate, Michael, that you put this together. Uh, love you, Leo fantastic work uh so appreciate you ole for all the years that you have put stuff in and i will personally go in and uh do something over in your site uh i've done it in the past i'll do it again tonight because your work is so beautiful and important and uh so my hat's off to you bro thank you so much all right gentlemen that was uh that was an outstanding show uh much appreciated. You guys are like, you know, top of your game. Uh, love to see you guys get together. And uh, Juan, you're like, we're just going to kick back and let these guys go. It was kind of like that. For that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, these are these are my superheroes, you know. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. I to to get to engage with uh, these two gentlemen and you, Michael. Uh, th- these are treats, and I I I so value them because the the big thinkers trying to stand back and understand this maze that we're in and with so much at stake the whole planet at stake and uh to have uh giants like this to kind of help us to see this the landscape and navigate um you know uh, it's it's a tremendous privilege to even be in the room with you guys yeah totally agree totally agree it was a lot of fun, guys, and I uh, look forward. Hopefully, we can do this again in the future. And everyone that joined us, hope you guys loved it like I did. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Your reality.